This is the Final Whistle podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team. The final score, Altrincham 1, Wrexham 2. I'm Mark Griffiths from Wrexham AFC. And, ooh, that was a bit edgy, but it ended exactly as we needed it to. Wrexham, of course, having to rebuild after injury problems plagued us in the FA Cup tie last weekend. No Aaron Hayden, no Jordan Tunnicliffe, and also no Anthony Ford, who was absent to attend the birth of his child. So, Wrexham had to reshuffle. In came Owen O'Connell on his debut, Max Cleworth, and Rhys Hall-Johnson for his first league start since the last day of last season. And we started well against an Altrincham team, which is in a remarkable amount of turmoil in terms of the turnover of its players over the window, or certainly over the last six weeks. It's lost a lot of players and brought in a lot of interesting-looking players as well, especially on loan. And we looked good in the early stages, in fact, as early as the first minute. Uh, Toza put in a long throw-in, which led to a scramble that Altrincham eventually were able to get away. And six minutes later, a nice move between Hall Johnson, Palmer and Mullen did, ended with Young having a shot from the edge of the area. It was a decent sight of goal from about 30, 20 yards, but he hit it too straight and it was a simple catch for the keeper. But around the 10th minute, Altrincham started to ask questions and we just started to lose a bit of fluency and... The rest of the first half was a bit disappointing from our perspective. The passing and rhythm wasn't quite there. The defence looked a bit more vulnerable than usual. They could just get at us with straight passes. And we were opened up a couple of times. To be fair, Altrincham with a couple of youthful, creative players and the likes of Sinclair and Cashman, both of whom looked dangerous, were very good on the break. But the first opportunity they had was a straightforward one. Welsh Hayes on the right-hand side standing up across into the box and Jordan Hugh managed to step off Max Cleworth and had a completely free header about eight yards out. He didn't put it on target. He planted it over the bar. A massive opportunity for Altrincham skipper. And eight minutes later, he'd have another. This time, a long ball by the keeper, Byrne, flicked on cleverly over Toza and Hume found himself one-on-one with Howard. Howard raced off his line and, well, essentially forced Hume into the lob. He hit the lob and hit the bar agonisingly close and bounced away for Wrexham to clear. So Wrexham was struggling at this point to really impose ourselves. We certainly had spells where we moved the ball around well, but when we were looking to find the strikers early, it wasn't quite happening. And it started to look a little bit worrying, although Wrexham did go close 10 minutes before the break. Another nice little move, one of those those little breaks in the clouds where we managed to get the ball moving around. And Hall Johnson did well to get the byline, drill the ball into the goal mouth. Byrne couldn't hold on to it. Palmer nudged it towards goal. The ball cleared off the line eventually. But it was a... It was a trying half, and two minutes after that, it became even more trying when Hall Johnson went down. It seems he felt his groin muscle, and it was more precautionary, so let's hope he caught it in time. Liam McAlinden came on, and the pattern for the rest of the half again was that Altrincham looked slightly more threatening. In fact, they had the last chance of the half, a dramatic moment when Lee 
under pressure in his own half, lost the ball, and the ball fell to Lundstrom, who tried a terrific snapshot, which caught everybody off guard, certainly caught Howard off guard, because he didn't move, and I've got to be honest, having looked at the replays a few times, those of you in the away end could help me out here, I'm not sure, it, I think it hit Howard, but it might have hit the post, Howard was rooted to the spot. The ball flew in quickly and bounced out equally as if it had something really solid like a post. But I've even gone frame by frame on the footage. And <laughs> the ball just disappears in front of a white advertiser recording. You can't see where it's gone. So, Wrexham were grateful probably to be level at half-time. The second half was a different affair. Wrexham put things right and got a lot closer to their normal standards. Although Altrincham did have a chance early on from a terrific fast break. Byrne, the goalkeeper, with a great throw to release Cashman down the right. He tore into Wrexham territory, floated a lovely pass over to Sinclair in the left channel on the edge of the area, and his first touch was excellent. He set himself and then drove it inches wide of the far post a real opportunity but Wrexham would now start to impose themselves they had started half better anyway the tempo of Wrexham's passing was much better and the pattern which would be applied to most of the second half was established as Altrincham found themselves dropping deeper and deeper into their penalty area while Wrexham probed in front of them it was very much uh, a pattern that ultimately would punish them, although Wrexham would have a lot of shots blocked by the amount of bodies that were in the goal mouth. In the 51st minute, for me, Wrexham should have been given a penalty. Toza, with a throw in on the right-hand side, slung it into the near post. Toza was having difficulty getting proper distance on his throws because there's so little space for a run-up. Um, but Wrexham adapted to them well. He was dropping them just in front of the near post. On this occasion, Palmer went to win it. And Welsh Hayes, late on, jumped in. Already Palmer was being marked. And just hit Palmer in the back. The ball bounced off the top back of the defender's head and went to safety. And the ref didn't give a penalty. It, it's really hard for me to understand why. Because the ball hadn't arrived when Welsh Hayes made contact with Palmer. This wasn't a case of Palmer playing for a free kick. He just got thumped in the back and fell over. I can't understand why it wasn't a penalty. It was the start, though, of a really good spell of sustained pressure by Wrexham, which ultimately would be rewarded with the opening goal. O'Connor with a really nice, crisp pass into the box. Palmer back to goal in the D, holding her up really well and laying her off to Mullen, who popped up nicely in the right channel on the edge of the area, and he tried to hit a left-footed curler, which beat the keeper and went just wide of the, t of the far post. Then... There was a lovely piece of play again by Mullen, who was very energetic, breaking down the right, nutmegging his man, drilling in a cross, which is cleared to Young on the edge of the box. He struck the ball powerfully. It took a deflection and went off target, and by Young's reaction, he really thought he'd nailed it into the top corner. He clearly thought the deflection had saved Altrincham. Temporary reprieve, though. Uh, Toza throwing on the left-hand side ended up with Toza feeding Lee. He swept a cross in. A defender got a touch onto it in the post and flicked it across the face of goal. And then Ollie Palmer stepped up with a, a superb little finish. <sighs> Not facing the goal. Lovely little cushioned volley touch just to tee himself up. And then on the pivot, he went with power back across the keeper and smashed it into the net. A tremendous 
finish. Just as I'm sure you were all thinking at the time, like Hans Krankel's goal for Austria in the 1978 World Cup. You could forget that. And Wrexham were ahead. And for a little bit, it looked like that was the end of it and Wrexham would take control. A beautiful piece of play halfway through the second half. So again, O'Connor just punched those accurate passes through the lines, accurately picking out Lee, who made a lovely little flick to Mullen. Equally lovely was Mullen's perfectly weighted return pass. And Lee, in the box, 15 yards out, shot but put it over the bar. But goodness me, it was a, a lovely move. However, Wrexham then lost the momentum again, altering them for about 10 minutes, really put Wrexham under pressure. It was maybe partly a recognition of this, that Jacob Mendy returned from injury to replace Cal McFadgen, just to put a bit of freshness into the defensive setup with 15 minutes left. Wrexham were pretty much holding Altrincham at arm's length, like they did a lot of the time when the shadow team played there in the FA Trophy. But there were clear signs we weren't in control of this. We were just having to defend well, and we were finally punished with nine minutes left. Welsh Hayes coming forwards from right back and drilling a terrific shot between the defender's legs into the bottom left corner. Howard had no chance, and Altrincham were level, and Wrexham were horrified. Thankfully, though, Wrexham responded very effectively. Well, firstly, <laughs> poor Liam McElinden, having come on as a sub in the first half, was subbed. Max Kluwer went across to right back, and Wrexham shifted to that 4-4-2 with the diamonds. Sam Dolby going up front with Ollie Palmer with Mullen in behind. And we went straight back at Altrincham and got the winner in the 85th minute. Young with a corner which was swept into the near post. Dolby met it first with a strike from eight yards out that hit the near post. It bounced back to him. He lashed it in on target. Byrne made an excellent save, but the ball dropped to O'Connell eight yards out, who on his debut just got his laces through his and smashed it in. I'm not going to say smashed it into the net because James Jones, the Altrincham version, the centre-back, was in the goal mouth and tried to stop it and it knocked him off his feet. It was well over the line by then, but it was quite comical to see him go flying when he tried to intercept the power of it and this time Wrexham looked pretty comfortable and had two good chances at the close of the 90 minutes firstly O'Connell with a free kick sweeping it in and well a real scramble Dolby managed to get a touch to it and knock it into the goal mouth O'Connell was up there again and had a hack at it from six yards out totally misheard it and it went square to be fair to O'Connell, this is one of those examples where the goal mouth was packed and he just couldn't see the goal. And then as it dropped loose, the defender managed to get there just ahead of Dolby, who lunged in, hoping to get a tackle because they were so close to the goal, there was a chance that the ball would just ricochet into the net. The defender though managed to avoid his lunge and smash it to safety. And then within a minute again, Wrexham combining nicely with Lee <clears throat> doing ever so well on the right-hand side in the box running at his man, hitting the goal line, slipping, and yet somehow still managing to retain the ball, get up, and with lovely feet, just shifting it from foot to foot, deceiving the defenders and teeing up Dolby about 15 yards out. He drilled in a powerful shot, but again, it was ricocheted away either by a defender or the keeper, and then O'Connell hit the rebound, he put it well over. Altrincham put a couple of balls into the box late on, but Wrexham dealt with them. And got that invaluable three points. Wrexham already knowing that Newport had squeaked a 2-1 win away themselves at Torquay. Having to win just to make sure we kept control of the table. 
looking through the team's performances, Howard was solid enough, didn't have all that much to do, in all honesty. Uh, across the back, well, O'Connell was our man of the match. He Once he settled into the game, you could see his qualities. He's an aggressive tackler. He's good on the ball. He brought the ball forwards intelligently. That goal was just the icing on the cake. Uh, Toza, again, was solid. The back three did pretty well under a lot of pressure in the first half at times. Uh, Kluwerth, again, playing on the right side of the back three. Again, just illustrated his reliability. He did well. The wing-backs, uh, Hall Johnson was eager and got into a couple of good positive positions before breaking down. McFadgen as feisty as ever, breaking up play and, and scrapping his way forwards. In the centre of midfield, O'Connor was also very impressive. Some of his moving of the ball was, was really sophisticated. He just kept popping it on. And like I said, those early passes into feet on the edge of the area can really open up defence before they've properly settled into that deep defensive block. Young was, again, energetic. Had a couple of shots on the edge of the area. He'll been disappointed not to have worked the keeper with. And Elliot Lee, especially as he grew into the game in the last in the second half, really was lively, beating people, taking them on. Once you get Lee in the ball near the box, you suspect things are going to happen, and he certainly looked like it. The strikers did very well, I thought. Mullen was also a man of the match contender. Yet again, he's in such fine form. He didn't score for the first time in 2023 in a game he's played in, but my word, his energy was terrific. He had some lovely skill as he set chances up, but not many chances fell his way. But a fine attacking performance by him. And Palmer as well looked good in the air, dominated play, held her up well, and looked his usual self, having had that injury recently. McLinden, I feel a bit sorry for. He didn't really um, cause any huge problems going forwards. And frankly, he's substituted when he goes over four at the back. You don't really want a winger at right back, particularly. We wanted to gamble, but not to that extent. So he's a little unlucky with that. And uh, Mendy, it was good to see him look pretty sharp when he came on on the left-hand side and solid. And, you know, let's hope that he can now shake off those injuries. Dolby was only a given what, about five, six minutes, but he was excellent up front, he made a real impact, he was central to the winning goal, but he was, in general, was getting on the end of things, was causing trouble, got another shot in, which was blocked, and he does look very good off the bench. So, yeah, second half was good, and Wrexham ended up getting that win. And now it's on to Sheffield, that should be interesting. Remember, you'll get all the usual coverage and live commentary on Wrexham Player if you're not watching it on your screens, or even if you are watching it on your screens, and the Hot Take podcast and Final Whistle will all come out, as usual, when we've been to Bramall Lane. So, with the final score of Altrincham 1, Wrexham 2, I'm Mark Griffiths from Wrexham AFC. This is the Final Whistle podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team.